And welcome once again to our Thursday email show. I know some of you people have figured out that we recorded on Wednesday because it was shorter, but so what? It is the emails brought to you by Bodog, the Retirement Sherpa, the Chambers Plan, and of course evnet.ca, moron1.com, stretchlab.com, and our title sponsor, Palma Pasta. Palma Pasta, of course, four locations, one in uh, Oakville, three in Mississauga, palmapasta.com. I was in the uh, store on Seminuck Road, Palma's Kitchen, the other day. You know, whenever I'm in there, you probably had the same experience. You just, there's always little things I hadn't noticed before that are just so, like I bought this jar of, of peppers, like for sauces, just unbelievable. Things you can't get anywhere else. And some great take-home food. Yeah, that's why when you go there, spend some time because there's so many delectable treasures here and <laughs> yes. there. To find. There are many delectable mm-hmm. treasures. All right. Mm-hmm. And, and speaking of treasures, Fred, how about this week's emails? Hi, da, 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 Hi, this emails. Hi, this week's emails. Uh, this from Gord, uh, subject matter, Dan Dick Free. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. He says, as much as I've enjoyed the fun, looking forward to seeing how long the Dan Dick joke embargo lasts and seeing who breaks first. Hope you make it, <laughs> hope you make it to the Thursday email show. Good luck and stay strong. 100%er Gord Goodfellow. Well, we have made it that far, Gord, and... You know, it's, uh, listen, we're off next week, so it's going to be well into the next week. Yeah, you, you did say, though, that I crossed the line. Now, the last one that got you, that when I said something like uh, Dan mixed up a couple words, and I say, it sounds like Dan's dyslexic. But that's just mm-hmm. a play on words. But what, what, uh, what other thing did I say that you thought was a little bit on the line? Oh, shit, I can't remember. <laughs> okay. Something. So I didn't mean to put you on the spot. <laughs> although <You> I did. <laughs> so, although I just said to Fred, uh, everybody, before we started recording, I said the thing that made me laugh so hard this morning when we recorded this show, which was Wednesday, <laughs> is when we were talking about this stupid contest. And then Fred, like, very seriously goes, oh, by the way, Howard, uh, cock balls and taint are, in, are still in play. And I was like, oh, thank goodness. <laughs> No, not cock. Balls. No, sorry. I keep saying that. Taint, balls, and asshole. <laughs> Taint, balls, and asshole are still in play. They're still fair game. Yeah. I mean, we can't de- deprive ourselves completely. <laughs> That's right. You know, and this is one of the reasons we don't want our family to hear this program. Hi, All guys. right. So uh, moving Hi, on, the, uh, Hi, guys. this from Robert McGeechee. Subject line, Trump talk. He says, Hi, guys. Hi, guys. I know you get some negative feedback on the Trump talk, but let me say I welcome it. This doesn't this isn't just a US story. It's a Canadian and a world story. We are watching the downfall of a society in real time, says Robert. And you bet this will affect us up here in the Great White North. Keep it up. Love ya, Rob. And uh Rob, that is exactly what uh, Fred and I talked about in our little pre-show meeting. Just about the amount, how we're going to talk about it, how we're going to handle it, what levity we can bring to it. And, you know, I've said this, but one of the things I lean on, I think, is that it's historical. 
And to not talk about it would be weird. And it's going to affect us. I read an article the other day, and it, it was mocked by Fox News, but apparently the Canadian government and the RCMP are holding meetings now how to deal with a very extreme far-right United States, especially if he's reelected. I mean, they're, they're preparing now for that eventuality. May never happen, but if it does... And I think that's shrewd because Mm -hmm. we are going to have to deal with it because of the copycat stuff that we have seen up here already. You know, not to get too serious. Well, no, but but that's that's reality. Dan just sent me uh, something before the show ended on from CTV that uh, Global Affairs Canada has issued a warning to members of the LGBTQ2S plus community um, as a travel advisory to the United States. You, you know, that country, as uh, as uh, who uh, Robert just said, you know, we're watching it implode in real time. Yeah. And for us, and again, we, we've sort of, you know, we've, we've settled. We shouldn't say we settled. We put aside or set aside Trump for quite some time. But the next, you know, just know this. The next year, it's going to be a hot topic on the show. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. Yes, sir. This comes from Wayne Gao, subject funny town names, and Wayne says, hi guys. Uh, oh, hang on a second. Sorry, see, I, was, I missed it. Hi guys. There we go. He said, you were mentioning funny town names on the show today, and I had to speak up. Dildo, Newfoundland, always comes up in conversation every time someone mentions funny town names, and you did during that um that bit yeah uh but he said never no one ever thinks about the uh small town directly across the bay from dildo spread eagle i didn't know that mm-hmm. <laughs> i didn't know <laughs> about that either right across the bay spread eagle newfoundland i always feel bad for the residents of spread eagle always getting the shaft on these lists because dildo and come by chance get all the glory is that another town name come by chance yeah wow yeah he says, uh, Wayne says, stay strong, gents. Wayne, resting heart rate, uh, 58. Wow. Thank you. Very impressive stuff, Wayne. Mm-hmm. And thank you for your contribution. I'm trying to think about out west. There's head smashed in Buffalo Jump outside of Lethbridge. There's uh, Vulcan, Alberta. It's a big mm-hmm. uh, meeting spot for Star Trek nerds. Mm-hmm. As I said in the show the other day, Moose Jaw is a pretty weird name, too. And I, the one I saw, too, was Cocksucker Nevada. That's... Uh, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's not... <laughs> that is not true. <laughs> oh, yeah. Is that anywhere near Jizz, Manitoba? <laughs> A fucking liar. Cocksucker Nevada? Yeah, yeah. It's very famous. Everyone's going there. Looking all right. Hi, guys. Uh, Hi this guys. one is from... Hi, Jeff Newman and the uh, subject line Stretch Lab Calgary and Piss 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 Quis Pamsis. He says Piss Mams Piss. <laughs> this is how it all started. Hi guys. Hi guys. A couple of things recently threw my back out and thought I needed to go to a stretch lab. Google it, and one is opening in Calgary, October thirty, uh, October first. Heard us talking about stretch lab. However, they had their grand opening last week to drum up business. Got a fifteen minute free trial and signed up for three months once they open. Nice work, Jeff. Also, he says hilarious talk about Quis Pam Sith. Quis Pam Sis. 
New Brunswick. I lived in Moncton a few years back and made the same fucking stupid jokes about the names as you guys did, which is how this all started. <laughs> Gord bless and good luck with the Dan Dick free day. Actually, hope either of you lose. Resting heart rate, 60. Bowel movements, regular. Hundy P since the CFNY days. Well, that says it all, Jeff. Thanks very much. Hi, guys. Living out there in Hi Calgary. Guys. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. Uh, this one from Faithful uh, listener, Glennie Jones of West Oak Marine Services. Uh, subject, planes and boats. He says, Hi, guys. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. When I was younger in the 70s, my neighbors in Oakville had a cottage in Bala. They had a Cessna with an Amphib float. Uh, floats. Uh, their boathouse had 20-foot-high letters reading Bala painted on the roof. I remember heading there for the weekend once. I won the lottery and got to go by plane instead of driving. Well, it was fun for a 10-year-old to get to fly uh, in a plane for a few minutes. I was upset when we pulled onto the beach and my brother and mother were already there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure newer planes might go faster, but there is still a lot of preparation before taking off. As for the expense of boats, look at the uh, wakeboard and wake surf boats. Very easy to spend a quarter million dollars on a 21-foot bow rider. Wow. Can you imagine that? Jesus. Uh, long e- email. Sorry. Keep up the good work and continue with the Trump talk. Uh, stupidity doesn't stop at the border. What goes on there makes its way up here. And we just said that again. Thank you. Glennie Jones. Yeah, there's this misconception that if you have an airplane or you own an airplane, you can cut the time to here and there. But, mm-hmm. you know, by the time like I, I would say this, if I was if we were both going to. Somewhere near the Muskoka airport, which I have flown into, I could beat you there, but not by much because it's true that by the time you get it ready, you know, and I mean, it is it's like probably um, I I shouldn't say that 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 particular flight, I'd probably get there before you. But there's this there's a saying in aviation. If you've got time to spare, go by air. Mm-hmm. Just because, you know, there's all kinds of stuff that can delay it. And, of course, if the weather gets in the way, you're screwed. Uh, thank you. But, very- but that preparation and then flying and landing would be a better experience than sitting dead stopped on the 400. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And uh, thank you for your, Glenn. We appreciate you. Uh, this uh, subject line, Gilligan can suck it. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. This is from our buddy Andy Moore. Andrew says the scene because we were having this discussion about Gilligan and we I had seen an episode recently. He says the theme song lyrics. We have to do a little background. Remember, we, we were talking about why would the why would Mar- um, the Howells bring so much clothes, mm-hmm. so many clothes for a three hour tour. And then somebody mm-hmm. said, well, they were the minnow was taking mm-hmm. them to a larger ship. Mm-hmm. Andrew says. The theme song lyrics have, they were on a three-hour tour in it, just mm-hmm. to debunk that hitching a ride to a cruise ship. Horseshit is what Andrew says, and he's right. That's true. They weren't, yeah. they weren't on a three-hour uh, leg of their journey. They were yeah. just going on a three-hour tour. Right. Now, maybe. Good point. But maybe, Andrew, who seems very upset about this, <laughs> horseshit. Maybe <laughs> they were taking those clothes because when they got back from the three-hour tour, then they were going to go on a cruise. Okay, can't we right, all? But just... Don't you think the skipper would have said, 
Well, if you're going on a cruise after, you don't really have to bring the clothes on to the minnow. Well, Why don't you leave them at some locker or something or some place? Well, the, the howls, first of all, with their expensive taste, they're not leaving all that stuff in a locker. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, but I'm, you know what? Here's the thing. I'm glad that a show that's 60 years old still can uh, create some controversy. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. Dave Kilner. Um, the subject is projects. He says, hi, guys. Oh, crap. Sorry. Hi, guys. <laughs> Sorry about that. He says, uh, Fred, Howard, Dan, just dropping you guys a line to thank you for getting me through another project by listening to a podcast of yours. The latest one. Uh, his project is forming up and pouring some new concrete steps and listening makes the time a lot more interesting uh, again while listening to you guys can you imagine you're a guy who can pour concrete steps i have no Man. idea how that's done he said i have listened to you guys while doing small projects for some time now and uh i thank you very much take care david kilner i was telling you on the show I have no idea how people can measure the distance to the moon mm-hmm. or know how many degrees Pluto is. I certainly don't know how people pour concrete. I mean, I've seen it done. At least I've seen that up close. Yeah, you see it, but then you think, okay, I'm doing it and I'm in charge. There's nobody else around. How? What's going to go wrong? Like, you know, it's going to come pouring out over here. And over <laughs> then right. it's going to harden and I'm not going to be able to get rid of it. And, oh. I was on the range at my golf course about three weeks ago, and two guys were talking about pouring concrete. It's a true story. And uh, I just overheard them, this this grown-up conversation between two real men about how much you... And they were talking about how once it starts, you have to keep it going and pour it continuously yeah. and all this stuff. And I had the same thought. I thought, I could never be in charge of that project. No. There's no fucking way. No, talk about anxiety. Jesus. No, exactly. Mm. Hi, guys. Uh, this is something we should bring up on the show. Because I think we could have a, uh, a wide, a far-reaching discussion. It's from our friend Keith Wyland. says, hi, guys. Hi, guys. Subject line, is a hot dog a sandwich? He says, perhaps sometimes you guys can delve into some serious adult discussion and analyze this topic. I think we could. It almost started a fight at my work. There was no fucking around, says Keith. <laughs> and... You know, it, this would be the kind of thing where you and I and Dan would unpack this conversation for like 20 or 25 minutes. My initial thought, though, and I want to hear yours. My initial thought was, yes, it's a sandwich. What, what, why do I think that? Because it's a piece of meat between two pieces of bread. Does it matter that the bread's a bun or not? No, it doesn't. Not to me. Your thoughts. I reply with that traditional line, buns and meat. That's that's what a hot dog is. Buns and meat. Exactly. Of course it's a sandwich. Of course it is. Well, how could it not be a sandwich? Like, yeah. But it's the kind of thing I'd we... Like to just meet, I'd like to meet the person <laughs> that says it's not. It's the kind of thing I think we should throw out when we get back uh, mm-hmm. to see what the uh, rest of the crew thinks and get some, you know, some conversations going. But thank you, Keith, as always. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. Uh, this in from Maureen McKinnon, uh, subject line Pierre Poliev, and she asked the question, how is it you can despise Trump and not see that Poliev is cut from the same cloth, spews lies, offers nothing but slogans, and is absolutely vile? The same people who love Trump also love Poliev. 
There is a reason for that, says Maureen. No resting heart rate, no uh, bowel movements thing. She's, I think she's a bit annoyed. By the way, when, there, when somebody doesn't, when one of the emails comes in and there's not a hi, guys, mm-hmm. I just put it in. Hi, guys. <laughs> she seemed very upset about this. Uh, I did mm-hmm. see your response. Oftentimes what happens is we'll get both of us, we'll get the emails and uh, I'll see what you say. And I'm just like, okay, well, that says everything I want to say and I can move on with my life. So what did you say to her? I can't remember. Oh, I said, I think we've made it pretty clear where we stand on PP. Whenever Tony Clement's on, uh, we say, to, uh, you know, Pierre won't be getting our vote. We're uncomfortable with his MAGA-ness, basically is what I said. And then she got back and said, oh, okay, I haven't heard that. And I said, well, that's the situation. Although, Howard, I'm reading this morning a survey across the country, 18 to 34-year-olds. The conservatives are leading the liberals by about 15 points. Wow. 18 to 34-year-olds. How, how, how do you explain that other than a generation of people that are just lost and want answers and don't feel that they're, being, they're getting any attention? One, well, part of the explanation, too, is as it came up with uh, the Tony – Mm-hmm. When we were talking to the Tony, it's it's been in the liberals have been there for eight, eight or years. It's mm-hmm. time to move on. So there's a portion of that surveyed group that are like, OK, I'm enough of the liberals. What does this guy have to say? But I think what bewilders people. Yes, it's OK. The conservatives and the NDP well ahead of the um, liberals, but conservatives in the lead i think people are surprised at this style of conservative yeah. that's getting that's that popular the polyev conservatives how do you do how do you explain that and uh, well there's and, and again maybe there's a lot of western support you know maybe you know, i mean mm-hmm. when we think of 18 to 34 year olds we think of gta 18 to 34 year olds but there's mm-hmm. a whole other world out there yeah, that's right that will think differently outside of the you know the 905 and beyond mm-hmm um, and who was that from again? Maureen? Yes. Maureen McKinnon. Well, thank you, Maureen. Hi, we guys. appreciate you Hi, guys. and all Hi, your participation. You might want to enter your resting heart rate on your bowel movements if you want to be part of the mm-hmm. gang. Uh, this uh, comes from our regular correspondent, Dave Powery. Subject line, something from this week. He not only says hi, guys, but he spells it G-U-Y and then about four Zs. Hi, guys. Mm. A couple things uh, from this week. Did you know that they're still prescribing Oxycontin? Uh, he says, my 15-year-old son had a sinus surgery last week, and that was the painkiller the doctor prescribed. We monitored, his in- we monitored his intake like a hawk and only gave him the bare minimum. Man, I'm telling you, I'm watching this thing now, dope sick. Mm-hmm. What they did to those people and how much they prescribed of this very addictive drug is beyond reprehensible. Uh, Dave goes on to say, second, I didn't see the originals of Gilligan's Island like you guys, because you're not as old as we are. Um, I was a Marianne guy, he says. Third, you can sure tell when you boys want to get the fuck out for a Humble and Fred weekend. The email show uh, last week was 20 minutes long and you were gone. Unlike when you recorded on Thursdays, this is true, and it goes 30 to 45 minutes. Just an observation. (laughs) That's true. Uh, Have a great weekend, fellas. Good luck in the tournament, Howard. Uh, RHR 84, little high. BM's good, not as frequent. Gord bless and stay strong. Regular P, as opposed to a hundy P, since the serious days. Thanks. Mm. Regular contributor Dave. Very nice. Okay. 
Oh, yeah. Isn't that funny? You said since the serious days, and I'm thinking, serious? When were we serious? But I know what he means now. Serious exam. Yeah. And uh, to Dave's point. <laughs> How uh, quickly we forget. <laughs> that's right. Um, I, I, I was funny. I was watching your face yesterday when we were talking to our guest, and he went on and on about what an angel, uh, you know, that guy was who worked at Sirius. Oh, no, I know. But to yeah. to be fair, to comedians, I see why they think that. Because, you know, he was sort of the guy that spearheaded all that for them. And, uh, yeah, he's well thought of in that community. No, but you talk about polarization. There's a whole raft. And who was it we had on? Oh, it was Simon. Yeah, Simon Rackhoff. Was it? Where he had a whole different take and spin on the serious experience with Just for Laughs. So, Oh, yeah, exactly. I'm mean, Actually, it's funny. Yeah. They had a big problem with it, and talking to Kenny, it's a great thing. So I'm going to be uh, working with Simon uh, a couple weeks. I'll, actually, but before we come back, I'm going to be doing stand-up for a show mm-hmm. Sunday, September 10th. Uh, look for it. It's called Jews on a Roof. How do you like that for a title? <laughs> oh, really? And uh, yeah. So if you guys want to come and see me do stand-up, that's how you would do it. Uh, okay, so... It is our uh, pleasure. I don't have any. Uh, let me see. Yeah. Our email uh, contest winner for this month, a $100 gift card from Palmas Kitchen, Seminac Road in Mississauga, goes to Robert McGeechee. Congratulations. Yeah, very nice. Robert? Yeah, lucky I'll, you. I'll get a hold of uh, Robert, and I will. Uh, it's really, really simple. I, they, they do it so well. I give them the address at Palma, and then they just email or they uh, mail it to the person, and it, it couldn't be uh, it couldn't be easier. PalmaPasta.com, dot com, the uh, title sponsor of our email show. Palma Pasta Italian tradition, simply delicious. Enjoy your humble and Fred weekend and a half off, Fred man. Uh, you too, man. You know, good uh, have uh, fun on the links. Yeah, baby. Uh, this program is brought to you by Bodog, the Chambers Plan, the Retirement Sherpa, Evinet.ca, Boron1.com, StretchLab.com, and as always, our title sponsor, PalmaPasta.com. Stay well and stay strong. A little up the road from the habitations of the towns we know A place we saw the lights turn low The jigsaw jazz and the get fresh flow Pulling out jobs and jamboree handouts Two turntables and a microphone Bottles and cans and just clap your hands Or just clap your hands 